I, f I feel like a, uh, incomplete person. I feel like, uh, get my get my gain right here I feel like there are uh, um, things uh, It's like, in order for me to be a complete, or, or to feel like a complete person, um, I, I need to take one disparate element over here, and then I need to take another disparate element over there, and then put them together. And first I need to find out what disparate element A is, and then I need to find out what disparate element B is, and then I need to find out how to put them together. I, I don't know if there is some magic formula that's just gonna make me like as soon as I plug it in everything's just gonna click and just start working um, it, everything will just It's like, uh, I've attempted several different things in my life, and, uh, it's like the, it's like, uh, something's just missing, and I don't, uh, I don't know what that would be. Oh, and, you know, it wouldn't be missing then. <laughs> if I if I knew what it was. Um Yeah, like I'm so out in the deep water on this. Like, 
maybe I'm overthinking it. Like, I just need to just let myself exist and uh, not worry so much. But it's like, at the same time, I know that that's not, uh, it's like not good enough. Because I, I feel like, I feel like I have all this um, potential. And it just, it, it's like this itch. Um, and uh, I just can't scratch it. Um, some of it might have to do with like, um, just my lack of identity. Um, I, I never, uh, I never formed an identity. And I, uh, I don't know, I, I feel like that, um, I, 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 it's frustrating. I feel frustrated. I feel, uh, pent up. I feel, um, I feel untapped. I feel disparate. I feel, um, not in touch. My cat is going absolutely ape shit. Somehow I'm just supposed to figure all this stuff out. You know? Just. I'm so damn alone. Um. Okay, so 
think that there is probably something there that, uh, like, so because of the trauma, because of the experience that I went through in my, uh, my coping mechanism, um, that I learned, I'd like to be, to fade away and to just avoid doing too much or saying too much so as to avoid being put down or ridiculed or, you know, what have you. Um, there, there was a person that got, uh, neglected. There was a, there was a person, uh, a mind, a perspective, um, that just got, uh, um, forgotten about. And, uh, a lot of, like, that person got buried under heaps and heaps and heaps, uh, the, the mother load of piles and piles and heaps and heaps of shame. Uh, and uh, ultimately, it's like being on the, the other side of that, the, the mountain of shame. Um, I just feel like I'm not really who I am, am, like who I'm supposed to be. And to go back, I guess, and scale down the mountain and uh, get down, get get my hands and knees down in the mud and uh, start start uh, scraping away at. Uh, you know, just taking my hands and, and scooping it into it and just trying to uh, dig all the way down the never-ending uh, ocean of, of shame. Um, there, you know, there's a lot of fear involved in that there's a lot of fear. So I think I, to put it kind of simply, I've just been afraid to find out who I am, I guess, because of the shame and the guilt and the manipulation and the trauma and the delusions and all this stuff is just has all ultimately hindered me from getting to know who I actually am. And that person is so buried. Um, I and you know, when it wasn't uh, when it wasn't me adding to the uh, 
to the heaps. Um, like, I mean, after a certain point, it was just me, myself, and I. Well, I mean, it still is, but after a certain point of being around people, then there there's like this period of my life where there's nobody. And uh, I keep telling myself, like, um, you know, it's like all this stuff is almost irrelevant because it's just me just living this ex-life in my head. And I just relive it. I just constantly play these memories, these embarrassing, shameful, guilty memories. And I just replay them on a loop. And this, this is like some kind of demented narrative of like, um, just being worthless, but, um, I have, uh, I have uh, played a larger part in my um, isolation, I guess, than I've realized. I've, you know, and I, I've always, I've always felt like I was just this little buoy floating out in the ocean. Um, just in the middle of this stormy sea. No, no direction, no, no inclination of like where to go or what's happening or where I, where I am um, I've never felt at, at home uh, anywhere and with anyone and I, I think um, it's like, you know, it's hard to spend all this time with, with me when I, I don't know who, who this person is, like who, this, who, who is this person that I'm spending all this time with? 
you know, it's, it seems like it seems like it's different every day, and it seems like it seems like maybe maybe tomorrow I'll, I'll get a little bit closer than I was today at figuring out what is going on and who I am. But it just seems like I never get any closer to um, that uh, that goal. My my sense of reality is uh, um, I don't even know what to call it because. Do I even have a sense of reality? I don't know. I feel like my... I feel like I just miss stuff. I, I feel like if there was a point, everybody else got it and I missed it. And it's like one of those things that nobody, um, if you're, if you know, then you know, and, uh, if you don't know, then you don't know. Kind of like one of those things. And, uh, I don't know. And no one is ever going to take me by this, you know, take me to the side and explain it to me. That's never going to happen. And I guess I'm just afraid that I, I will never know. Um... Yeah, it's like I'm just banging my head against the wall over and over. And it's like, oh, maybe this time, maybe upon my next uh, blow to the head, maybe this time I'll uh, figure out that grand mystery. Uh, And so I just keep hitting my head on the wall. And it, uh, doesn't, um, doesn't end. Yeah, I've I've pretty much just let my my life be um dictated by fear. Um 
but fear was it was very much learned uh it was conditioned in me um It was uh, learned by my um, by my mother and and father and and my family. I used to. Uh, I mean, you don't know. Um, you don't know when things are strange when you're a kid. Um, but, and it, this was one of those things that just randomly, like, dawned on me, like, uh, years later as an adult, like, oh yeah, that was totally not normal. You know, I have that all the time. <laughs> it's like, I just remember stuff and it's like, oh yeah, I totally forgot that that happened. Oh, that was definitely not a good, healthy, normal thing that I thought was just regular everyday human existence. Um, but yeah, uh, I used, um, I used to have to, uh, go down into the basement of my house and, um, because uh, um, there was like severe weather and uh, my my mom was and my dad uh, were terrified of um, tornadoes and uh, they they made me and usually um, some of my siblings sometimes um, they, they may, they would make us go in, into the basement and like prepare to like have our house destroyed from a tornado. Um, and, uh, it's like this memory of a wind up radio playing the uh, alert you know that that alert signal um, that abrasive um, that one and uh, watching the weather and praying that we would survive the storm. And sitting in my unfinished basement with blankets and um, shaking, looking up at the gray half window. Um, by the by the ceiling in the in the basement watching the rain fall just shaking
filled with fear. My parents used to also say that we had to watch out for if someone uh, tried to move in to our house and live under our stairs. And so as a kid, I would be horrified to go downstairs and find some person living under the stairs. And, uh, and then to go into my room and the sound of the, you know, to, to be laying down, um, to go to sleep with, with the lights off and the, the sound of, uh, ticking clock is, uh, Satan standing in my room, clicking his nail on my dresser. Shake, shaking, shivering in my bed. This was my childhood. Uh, I, I learned this fear I learned of it and I experienced it and I lived with it every day fear anxiety anxiousness nervousness dread Oh, and if, if I just praise Jesus, it all goes away. I may I may need um, some kind of like therapy. I mean, I've tried therapy. Um, I mean, not really. Um, I've I mean, I've seen therapists. That's what I mean. I just never. I don't know why, but just never. I've never found anyone that seemed like they could help me at all. Um, I even had a therapist tell me I was fine. So, I mean, I, I don't know what that's about. Clearly, I'm not fine. And I wasn't fine. Yeah, he, he said I didn't need therapy. I was fine.
Um, I feel like there is something in me that is so buried that I, I, the tool, the, the wherewithal that I have right now and the tools I have right now, I will never, um, be able to uncover this thing that is so buried. I'll never be able to do it on my own. I, I kind of, and hence the, uh, hence the, the banging my head against the wall. Um, It just, um, it's a, it's a, it is a foundation of fear, with a mountain of shame. and an ocean of chaos and insanity pretty pretty much Yeah, just just to try um, and to dig through all of this shame my on on my own. Um, I th- I think I'm am making progress. Um, you know, certainly um, the fact that I'm able to even talk about these topics, um, you know. Even, I, I mean, yeah, like even six months ago, um, I wouldn't have been able to really articulate any of this. Um, it just kind of, it kind of feels like I just got locked in the dark. And, uh, I just got put in a closet and somebody shut the door and walked away. And I've just kind of been in there. In the dark. Um. And, uh, yeah, I just, everything is closed. There is no life. There is nothing for me to do. 
I, you know, um, I, I was hung up on, um, my ex-girlfriend. Um, with this study abroad, um, hung up on that for a long time. And then I just, just today, just kind of told myself that like, um, I, I've never been with anyone that, uh, has like loved me or that I've really loved. And that just, I just kind of let that sink in because it's, I thought I loved her and, um, I thought she did the same, loved me, but obviously the way it ended, there was, there was nothing there. Um, yeah, I've just never, um, I never had a relationship with anyone uh, that I've like really, really, really loved. And I could tell that they really, really, really loved me. Um, my alarm bells always go off in my, uh, my, uh, Lack of self just always gets exposed. My my lack of a sense of identity and it gets it gets exposed. Maybe it's something that you can tell about me just within five seconds of meeting me. That this it's very evident that this is someone who doesn't know who they are and has never known. and uh, may never know. How, how can you... That's, that's the other thing too, is like, I, I expect myself to be able to give my, myself all the answers somehow. I, I expect that um, I'll be able to just think hard enough and and reflect and contemplate long enough and hard enough that one day I'll just figure it out and I expect this and it's like I can't do it because of course I can't I can't I, I can't give myself an answer to a question that I don't know what question to ask and so therefore it's like this yeah, again, it's just I just go round and round and round with, with this whole cycle of expecting myself to be able to figure it out, and I can't, and I feel bad, and it just goes, it just never ends. Maybe I really am overthinking it too much, and maybe I shouldn't worry so much. 
uh, and I need to just let go of these worries um, and just try to f just try to let my let myself give myself the space to um, just exist um, who knows maybe, maybe uh, that buried person maybe he'll uh, he'll feel comfortable enough to come out one day I don't know it's like it's, it's so suppressed buried I've been buried alive and forced to live a lie I've, I, you know I've even said to one of my siblings one time that I felt like so much of my self was so buried and so suppressed. And I even said that the people I was around um, had so much to do with it. My family, they're the family. And he just had nothing, had no response at all, had nothing to say. And that's, that, that has been the default reaction that I have been accustomed to. Nothing. I, it's like every time I, tr I do something, I look up to see who's looking and nobody ever is. No one's ever paying any attention to me. I remember uh, one time, uh, I don't know, I must have been, again, about five, I don't know, I have no fucking clue, maybe some ambiguous age, some childhood age, some small body age, five, let's call it, that's, I was five forever, and then I was 13, so let's just say five, uh, I was sitting, eating dinner with my family, and uh, somebody was talking about um, ignoring. The word ignoring came up, and then I asked my mom, "What does it? What does ignore mean? What is it? What does ignoring mean?" 
and I don't, I don't know how many times I repeated myself, but everyone at the table was silent, and uh, um, I just kept asking, "What does ignoring mean? What does it mean?" And then I think I just gave up at one point, and then. However long after that, we're just eating dinner in silence. My mom just goes, that's what ignoring means. Okay, thanks. Yeah, I I got it. I understand. Thanks for that lesson. Do I choose these memories or do, or do they choose me? You know, because in some way the memories that uh, you have um, define you. This is the story that you tell yourself about who you are. Everyone has their own story. And it is defined by the memorable moments in their life times when their brain hit record and you're going to carry this memory with you forever you know um, everybody has that and it's not like you know maybe sometimes maybe sometimes you can tell yourself like Brain, remember this moment. And it, it might, probably. And then other, most of the time, you don't tell your brain when to hit record. Um, it just does it for you. And over, as the years go by, there is a collection of memories that rise to the top as in your recollection. And then there are a vast majority of memories that... Um, kind of sink to the bottom and they're not they aren't you either um, would have to give yourself an aneurysm to recall them or you'll uh, just it's just gonna it's just gone You know, I didn't choose these memories. This isn't the story that I wanted to tell about myself, you know? Um, someone just kind of brushed aside. That's not, that's not who I wanted to be. Um, but this, this was the... This was the lie that I was forced to live. And it's been 25 years of, of living this lie. I, 
I mean, I can't, uh, it's been a, it's been a, an unraveling for sure. Like, I, I don't think shit has ever felt right for me. There's always been a, a disconnect. There's always been a, a void. Um, I mean, damn it. Like, how am I supposed to, how was I ever supposed to f feel fulfilled about anything? How was I ever supposed to feel good or enjoy anything? You know? And I didn't. I didn't feel good, and I didn't enjoy anything. Everything was like this trial. And uh, a lesson to be learned in all of it. A trial, a never-ending trial. And, uh, like, there was some kind of an account, uh, a collection of evidence being stored up against me. And, uh... Like, like I... Yeah, like I was, like I was just always being put on trial. How was I ever supposed to? function how was I ever supposed to do anything you know it was it was a disaster it was it, it was a formula um, for one outcome one singular disastrous outcome that was what it all was um, there for being set up for hell uh, and I and yeah I was in it I was in hell um Just, I just, I just go off the deep end. I've never really been in the shallows either. <laughs> I've never, I've never uh, laid on the beach and soaked up the rays. 
I've been thrashing around out in out in the deep water, out in the stormy ocean, my whole life. Kicking and thrashing and drowning and and gasping and screaming. And so, of course, I don't know, maybe call it like getting up on a piece of driftwood and uh, still floating out in the middle of ass fuck nowhere in the middle of the ocean and then floating on this piece of wood and kind of calling that normal. Oh, I found some stability. And then I lose the piece of driftwood and then it's back to the thrashing. And this 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 has been the the cycle. Um how to how how to get to the mainland how to get there how to um how to do it How to fill the never-ending empty spaces, the vastness of existence. How do you fill in the empty spaces with your being, with yourself? Or is that even, is that even what you're supposed to do? Do you need to worry about the empty spaces? Do you... Do you... Does, does your life... Does your life exist there at all? Or... Is... Are there more usable things in what's around you 
than what you realize. Is it like playing chess with half the pieces? I feel like I have made my bed and laid down in these empty spaces. Kind of feeling like a sense of belonging in a way. Um, like my own little pocket of reality. Um, and I have no language. Um, to convey. what it is that uh, defines me. And life is nothing but this one big empty space to me. I need, I just, I just need something to make myself feel f more fulfilled. I need to take, I need to walk down some avenue and just do something. Just physically get out there and do something. Um, I can't, I can't, um, I wish I could say definitively that, uh, human life has inherent value, but I don't know. I mean, that sounds, it looks good on paper saying that, um, you know, that, uh, sen that sentiment kind of checks all the boxes of like, uh, living a life that makes sense. It's a, it's a good stamp to put down on the envelope and say it, it's finished. Um.
I mean, I, I only say that because, um, you know, I'm not the only person in the world that's suffering. And uh, I can tell you, um, it doesn't really seem like my suffering has had a whole lot of meaning. Um, I'm the one that, you know, if I was to do that, maybe I should, but if there was to be a meaning, I would be the one to, to assign it. And, uh, you know, who, I guess, who am I? I don't really feel like I'm the authority on that. Um, and I, I can only imagine how many other people have suffered throughout the course of human history and how many people are suffering right in this present moment. And uh, I'm sure they've all had the same thought on some level in whatever language they thought it in. And they all, uh, they all thought, why me? It could have been anybody else. But it had to be me. And my existence being chewed up and, and wasted away on this measly dog shit existence. It's mine. It's my one and only as far as I know, my one and only shot to do this, whatever this is, and this is what I get. Into this world we're thrown. Into this house we're born, into this world we're thrown. Like a dog without a bone, like an actor out on loan. Riders on the storm. Ah. Uh. Of course I like the doors. Why not? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I love Radiohead too. How about that? I love all the depressing music. Give me a break. I listen to Nirvana and think about how my life isn't nirvana. Anyway. No, I mean, yeah, self-loathing people uh, have made plenty of decent art and interesting things contributed 
into the world. It's possible. Um, I. It seems like every damn thing that I make is just um, missing uh, some kind of element of like relatability or, or marketability and therefore it just is like my very self that isn't relatable and marketable <laughs> um, but I don't know who I am so that's kind of not really a um, much of an insult I guess. See that yeah, that's that's the thing too. I've always been like if anyone like um is being cross with me, I don't uh I've never like challenged anyone or like stood up for myself because it's like I don't consider myself worthy of being stood up for, so I don't stand up for myself. Yeah. And I wonder why I haven't been respected. I'm tired. I, I'm just tired. <sighs>